0: with many different um, things. Struggle, struggle, and struggle, struggling. You ever think to yourself, I'm way over my head. I have so much on my plate. Bills, rent, if if you live in an apartment. I live in a home, so I have property taxes. And, you know, that's wonderful. But I also have to have home repairs, which is added to my debt. Although I have family members that could help out with that. I'm not totally alone. And the next door neighbor, because the property that we share is the front and the steps. We both share it and it has to be fixed. But you know, you think to yourself, you have all of this. You have bills, you have credit cards, which I refuse to ever have again. One is enough for me, not the the amount that I have. Then you ask yourself, how do you get yourself out of a situation like that? How do you get yourself out of debt? What do you do? Well, you have to be positive, number one. Everyone used to say, "Oh, I have no money, no money. I have no way of surviving." You have every way of surviving. You know, yes, you can have a job. You can have one, two, three, as many jobs as you want. I always say, don't overwork yourself. You will find a way to get that debt down now they're talking about the snowball method you know what the snowball method is taking the 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 debt the smallest credit card debt that you have making bigger payments on it and knocking them down and then you go to the next credit card with the lowest balance and so on and so on until all of your debt is decreased and i look at it and i think can i do it well the only way i can do it is if i have a positive mindset i think i'm going to go tackle because I said to myself, I don't want to have all of this debt on me. You know, you sometimes you feel like a prisoner. You can't go out and buy anything. You have to put yourself on a budget. You have a job, but you think, well, maybe I should get something on the side, maybe do a side hustle. I was always thinking of doing a job, my own personal company. What I really wanted to do, and I wanted to kind of let it all out there, is kind of talk to people one-on-one about all the life experiences that I went through and help everybody with theirs. All of you are going through some type of a problem. Why don't you admit it? It's good to talk about it and ask yourself, how can I make a difference? Well, there are many different ways. You know, ask yourself, this is only temporary. We will get through life. We will get through life together. We will do what we have to do to get through life together and we will find a solution. For every problem, there's a solution. You have to believe it. For every problem, there is a solution. And you say to yourself, what solution is there? Well, let's put it in terms that you can understand. Let's look at, let's look at people that have it all. You don't think they have issues? You ever look at a, a rich person, someone who has all the money in the world comfortably? They have problems too. They won't admit it. They won't show it. God forbid, if they tell everybody, the whole world, guess what, everybody? I have problems and I'm struggling too. What's the problem? Come out and tell us what you're feeling. Tell us how you're handling it. You know, everyone seems to think, that well, people with money don't have that care in the world. Oh, yes, they do. Do you think that everybody who has some type of money are truly happy? I told everybody... When you have someone in your life, you make a life with them. You plan ahead. The both of you will find a way to get money. The both of you will find a way to get ahead. The both of you will lean on towards each other for support. Because if you try to do it yourself, you will fall. But then again, I asked myself this question. When my mother was alive, she helped me out when she could. She helped me out when I... I had to pay my bills, and in return, I would do the things around the home. You know, take the garbage out, go to the grocery store. Uh, You know, I would do those things, and I felt, okay, I'm getting my life back on track. When she passed away, that was another story. My life fell apart, and I felt like I was a failure in her eyes, and she's looking at me from up above, and she's saying, I see that you're struggling. It's not the end. You will find a way to get back on your feet again. You will find a way to tackle all of this debt. You will find a way. Because again, for every problem, there's a solution. Look towards a miracle. If you believe in miracles, and I always say I believe in some type of a miracle, if you pray every single day and you ask God for His assistance, He will give you a sign. He will give you some type of a message. If you look at all the families that are struggling now to put food on the table, are they giving up? No, they can't because when you have children you have to be a positive role model. Again, I'll go back to my own childhood and there were times when it was rough. I remember, well, I was little, I was about maybe three or four. There was a gas shortage in the 70s, early 70s. And my father and mother had to make do. you know, you, you, you had to find a way to survive, and they did. Again, my father had two jobs, but he felt like it wasn't enough. You know, I have to do more for us to get out of this darkness and go back up to the light. And he did, he found a way. He found a way to do it. But you have to ask yourself this question if you can. Will I be able to survive? Yes. How will I be able to survive? I will do the best of what I can do. I could the best of my ability. There's so much to know about life. You know, everyone seems to think when we were in school, we were taught everything there is to know about how to survive in this world. We weren't think about this. When you went to school, did they teach you how to become an adult? Did they teach you how to become someone who's struggling? How do you handle debt? How do you handle the bills? How do you just handle any type of crisis? They didn't teach you that in school. What they taught you were things that were not important, things that happened so many years ago. That's the history that we were taught when we were children. If they would teach you about life, and the only way you can learn about life is if you physically live in life, Start off as a teenager, work your way up. Because teenagers nowadays want to help out their families. Oh, I'll go get a part-time job. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to, but whatever you can to make money. Or find something in your home and see what the value is. You'd be surprised. You can have an attic, a treasure trove of stuff that you could sell. could be worth something. I'm trying to get rid of some of the stuff I have. Because I really don't think that if I keep it any longer, if I hold on to it, it's going to mean anything to me. It's stuff. We accumulate stuff, you know, when we were growing up. Over the years, I mean, my family, my father and mother had a lot of stuff. There's stuff in the basement that I, it's not even mine, and I'm holding onto it, and for what? What's it gonna do for me? Nothing. It's just gonna sit there and waste. It's gonna sit there on the shelf and waste. So if you ask yourself this question, how will you get through the most darkest time in your life? You have to. If you think about all the crises that are going on now, now, you know, okay, today marks the 21st anniversary, September 11th. 21 years since it happened. That's a long time, right? And then you think of all the deaths that happened even before that. Queen Elizabeth, we're mourning her. And you think to yourself, she's been a queen for so many years and she's seen a lot and been through a lot and now her family's taking over that role. Her son who was prince is now king and then next in line is her grandchildren. William and his wife are prince and princess. Prince William, princess Kate and you think to yourself well they have problems too just because They are up there in royalty. You don't think they have issues and problems? They do. Everyone that you see that you think, oh, they don't have a care in the world. You don't know the real story. You don't know what's behind it. You know, they can give you a fake smile. Say, oh yeah, everything is going great. But deep down inside, when they go home at the end of the day, after they've done what they've done, tears, I'm broke. I don't know what to do. I'm so alone. I'm alone right now and I'm trying to make the best of it. How? Because I try not to think about it. I try not to think about my circumstances. I'm trying to find a way to make ends meet. I'm trying, and I don't want to rely on my family because I feel that every time I I rely on my family, I'm just putting pressure on them, and I don't want to do that. I want to be able to stand on my own two feet and say, hey, look, this is what I need to do to get out of this debt. Because if you say to yourself, I can do this. I can survive in this world. We all can survive. The key is not to give up, because if you give up, you're never going to know what what you could become down the line. And it doesn't matter where you start in your life. You could be young. You could be in the middle. You could be older. Do you know a lot of people like Elon Musk and, and Bill Gates? They all started later in life and created mega million dollar companies. But if you look at Elon Musk, here's an example. Look at Elon Musk. Now, he's a billionaire, but he doesn't show off. He doesn't He doesn't live like he's a billionaire. I read up on that, and I was like, well, because you have all this money, you don't have to, you know, live it the way people want you to live it, like live in a big mansion and fancy vehicles and traveling. Yeah, no, you can be low-key and still become a millionaire. Nobody has to know that you have money. Nobody has to know. Because you think that, oh, people have to make that announcement. Guess what? So-and-so was a trillionaire, a billionaire, a millionaire. And then when you win a a, a jackpot, have you ever entered a sweepstakes and won a jackpot? Do you know that people change when they have money? I've noticed it. People's attitudes completely change. I'm like, well, wait a minute now. You weren't like this before. Oh, no, but it was different. Why is it different? See, I don't get that. Why do people assume that you need to be different in other words let me change my personality now that i have money i'm better than you but when you have, before you had the money you were just a, a normal person what happened the people on the block that are a few doors down from me they look like they're high and mighty do i pay attention no because i look at my own circumstances and i think maybe one day when i get myself out of debt i will have a comfortable life and i don't care what other people think about me. that's what i said i don't hang around with the neighbors i don't in all the years that i've lived in this town i've never really had a close connection with the people around me i do my own thing i'm a private person i don't really you know at least i can say hi how are you that's it nothing else it doesn't go as far as that and that's how i choose to be i think my mother when she was alive yeah You know, she was outside in the garden watering her flowers or whatever she was doing, that's what she did. But I'll be honest with you, I have no interest in doing that. No interest whatsoever. And when I look and I see, I see what could be, you know, oh, you need to make friends and you need to have No, no, I don't. I'm happy with how my situation is. Now, everyone's like saying, "You, you shouldn't be alone. You're right, I shouldn't be alone. You're right about that. I should not be alone. But, and I ask myself this question all the time why, oh, why? You know, I will tell you one thing. Life can be cruel, life can be challenging life can throw a curveball you ever hear that everyone's like saying oh i can't get on with this lifetime yes you can you can think about this you want to make a change in your life you make a change you go out there and do what you need to do and you really don't need again the approval of people what approval do you need oh i have to ask my peers if this is okay i have to go on social media no you don't You want to make a change in your life. You're doing it for you. You're not doing it for anybody else but yourself. And you have to ask that question. Because deep down inside, you ask yourself, I have to have the approval. Why? So you're going to ask a bunch of strangers if this is okay for you to do? Seriously? Come on now. You're a grown-up. We make these decisions on our own. I don't have to get the approval from social media as a matter of fact i stay away from social media but social media to me is also poison there are certain social media sites i will stay away from the only two that i really like but i'm not on there often are youtube and linkedin but linkedin sometimes i wonder because yeah people try to bring you into their world oh i'm inviting you to do this or hey I think you would be, you know, I have all these notifications that I have not gone through. I'm not on there all the time because I just don't have the time to sit there and chat. When I'm working during the weekday, I'm busy. And on the weekends, I make time to do these podcasts. Sometimes I do one during the middle of the week when I'm working from home if I have the time. Other times I save it. My life is pretty boring. You know, I don't have, quote, the glamorous life. Even if, and I will tell you this, even if I had the glamorous life, I will be honest with you. I will be very honest with you. I don't think I would change me. In other words, I would still be the same. And a lot of people say, yeah, if you want a large sum of money. If I want a large sum of money, first of all, I'm not going to announce to the world that I have long, want a large sum of money. I think that's private. And second, Money does not change you and if it does, shame on you because then if you tell me I am better than you because I have all of this, good for you. But are you truly happy? I always ask people, are you truly happy with the stuff that you have at home? Look around your room, look around your house, look around where you live. Are you happy with the things that you have? They don't take the place of people. Material things do not take the place of people. People are important to have in your life. Somebody to fall back on. Somebody that you can rely on. Somebody that will make you happy. Someone that will give you the chance to grow. Somebody that will do all of that and more. When I look at at certain individuals and I look at myself, I think I can do better. And I'm trying to succeed to make a name for myself. It hasn't been easy because I still feel invisible in this part of the world. I feel like the only way anybody could recognize me is if they, oh, isn't that that woman who was on LinkedIn Live last year? Or, wait a minute, she has a podcast. I've listened to her podcast. She talks about everything. I talk about my personal life, but I also talk about things that I've experienced or have gone through. Every one of you has gone through so many different emotions. You feel lonely, sad, depressed, uh, anxious. you uh, you might have been picked on or still going through it. Maybe you were in an abusive relationship. Maybe you thought of suicide. I went through all of it. And I'll tell you one thing, for all the women out there who are in these types of relationships, get out while you can, while you still have a chance to do better, while you still have a chance to be free. Being in a relationship with someone who suffocates you, someone who tells you what to do and controls you and then turns violent, that's not love. And you know that. And if you have children, why put them through all of that? Why put them through all that type of hell? Why do that? Don't you want your children to grow up in a safe environment, a safe loving environment where there is no pain, there's no torture? You know, children will copy off of grown-ups. I've always said this. And I said to myself, if you're in a relationship, whether you're married or you're, you're dating, and this is how they treat you, get out while you can. Walk away. It took me a long time, five years of being in a hellish relationship that wasn't even healthy for me. At the time that I was battling my cancer, he was the furthest thing from my mind. He never was around anyway. When I got better, the verbal attacks. The, I wish you were not here, you shouldn't have been given a second chance. My mother, if he knew, if she knew what I went through, let me just say, you don't want to deal with my mother because for a short woman. She had a, she was blunt my father not blunt to the point that she would curse but she would say something in her own language and believe me you don't want to get on her bad side my mother was like that my mother had a care of her daughters of her children you don't do that you don't take someone that you claim you love and treat them like garbage the day that you do that you walk away you walk away from someone who treats you bad you walk away from someone who hurts you you don't stay and make excuses. When you start making excuses for to the men in your life, oh, he didn't mean it, or it was just the one time. Yeah, you know what? You're enabling him for, for him to hurt you again. You're letting him hurt you because you think you can't do better. Ladies, you can do better. And this not only applies to, to women. Men get abused by women, believe it or not. You think, oh, but it's a very small percentage because men are ashamed to tell the world they're being abused by their wives or girlfriend. There was a movie about that, and it was based on a true story, and the actor who played the part of the abusive, uh, or the, the victim, his wife was very verbally abusive, and physically abusive. I'm like, oh my god, and he couldn't stand up to her, and he took it, and I said, no one should have to take any type of abuse. You walk away when someone hurts you. You don't let them get to you. You don't let them put his, put their hands on you. You don't let them verbally attack you. You know, the worst type of abuse for me is verbal abuse because when you start spewing words and you call people names and and you really want to get into their head, then when they finally get out of the relationship they're still traumatized from it. It took me a long time that I looked in the mirror and I could not. I couldn't see the beauty in me, but my mother said, you're a beautiful woman. You deserve someone who's going to treat you with respect. You deserve someone who's going to give you love and praise you and make you feel beautiful inside. Not someone who's going to tear you down and call you vicious names and make you feel like you don't belong. Because when they do that, they're the ones that are the cowards, not you. They're the ones with the insecurity, not you. You are strong enough, walk away. Go back up to that mirror and tell yourself, You are beautiful. Affirmation. Affirmation is the key word. Again, we are struggling in this world, but it's only temporary. I still believe in all of you. The ones who are out there who are trying to make ends meet, don't give up. The worst thing that you can tell me is, well, I can't do it. When you have children, are you going to be a bad role model for them? Do you want them when they get to be older and have families of their own, they're going to think, well, when I was younger, my mother and father gave up on us. They didn't even try. Do you want them to be like that too? Follow in your footsteps? Because again, children copy off of what ups do and say, how they act, how they deal with a situation. You have to teach them the positive way of doing things, not the negative. When you start having negative thoughts and ideas and and you say to yourself, oh, I, I can't possibly survive in this world. Yes, you can perseverance. I was going to talk about the three P's because I did that a while ago. The three P's. Patience, perseverance. I can't remember the third one. Uh, Patience, perseverance. Practice. Practice, patience, perseverance. Not in that order though. Practice what you preach, right? Practice what you do. You know, everybody has a role model. They're inspired by, who is your role model? Is it your parents or is it someone famous? Or it could be anybody or anything. It doesn't have to be one particular person. Or it could be a group of people. Maybe you're inspired by a whole group. You can learn a lot from someone just by watching how they do things. How do they act to a crisis? How do they deal with obstacles? How do they just deal with everyday life? Even the most happiest of happy people have a problem. You're not going to see it, though they cover it up. But deep down inside, we're all struggling, no matter what we do in our lifetime, where we are in our career, or in our life, we have a problem. And we try to find a way to solve it. And my father, again, always put his wife and and us first. He didn't care about himself, you know, and, and health wise, he put us first. But then when he was battling lung cancer, I said, Dad, Now's the time to focus on you and for you to get better so you can be on this earth a long time. I still need you. You actually think I can make it in this world without you? But then I thought about my mother. Now my mother again held the family together, but it took a long time. She still, she stopped living for a bit and it, it took a toll on her health. It took a toll on us. I watched her deteriorate in front of me. She would just stop eating. She would wear i said mom is this this is a positive thing that you're doing for dad dad's watching you and saying oh my god what is going on here and i pleaded with god please give me a sign help my mother see that this is not the end she needs to go on for her family for me i can't live without her i can't bury another parent it was hard enough for me when i lost my father and i said to myself if i lost my mother. It's going to be the same thing. And I had predicted this now. I told her, this, had this conversation many times. said, Mom, I don't know how I'm going to go on without you. She goes, well, you have to because life will continue on. Life continues on even after we're gone. When someone you know, you love, you miss, passes on, you still have to continue with life. It is going to hurt. I'll be honest with you. And it does hurt. For me, it still hurts. I keep having these dreams. I keep having these visions going through my head. Of how my life is going to turn out. Sometimes I don't want to step back. Sometimes I have to go forward. When you're living in the past, you're never going to be in the present and the future. You're always going to be stuck in the past. You're going to remember all the bad things that happened to you. You're going to remember all of that stuff. And you say to yourself, why is this happening? Why can't I forge ahead? What is preventing me from living in the present? You know, think of all the people that were in your life in the past. All the people that meant something to you. But for me, I had every person in my family pass. You know, with the exception of my family now, my siblings and their families are still around. Everyone's living their own life. Everyone is going through a struggle. Everyone's going through a crisis, but we're trying to make it work. If we give up, we're never going to find out what could be victory. Think of victory. Say to yourself, I have plans, I have goals, I want to travel, I want to open up a business. Whatever dreams you have, don't let your dreams die. Let your dreams soar. Let your dreams reach to the stars. Reach to the stars I say, climb that highest mountain till you get to the top. Because again, if you give up now, you're never going to know what could have been. And you're going to say, oh, I could have done this, I should have done that. No, no. We are going to get rid of the words could and should. And we're going to have, I will do this. I will persevere. I will survive. I will get through whatever obstacle is thrown at me. It's been been done to me in my early 20s. Now look at me now. I'm still struggling. I'm not letting it get to me. I'm trying to find other ways to make it work. I'm trying to find other ways around it. Because again, for every problem, there's a solution. And if you tell me there isn't, oh, there is. You just have to find it. It's not going to magically appear in front of you. You will find a solution. Whatever problem or crisis you're dealing with, but you also have to be patient. Patience is the key word. Because if you rush into getting things done, well, there's going to be other issues and problems you'll be dealing with. You don't want to rush. You want to take your time. Again, I know that I've said time is limited. It is. But if you make time... To really find out what it is you want to do with your life. Whether you have someone in your life or you're on your own, and it doesn't matter at what age. I always say age is a number. That's all it is. You know, it's how you are. You know, people look at you, they go, Oh my god, I didn't believe she was this or I thought she was yeah, you know what? I don't talk about my age. But when I talk about my childhood, you can kind of figure out what decade I was in. I will tell you one thing, I'm generation X. I'm in the Generation X category, um, and we were talking about that too. It worked me and my colleague were saying he's he's a uh, he's a millennial because he was born in in the um, in the mid '80s, so he's a millennial. But I'm a Generation X. I won't tell you exactly what year I was born in. You probably could figure it out from all the topics that I've talked about in my childhood. But again, it, that's not important. What's important is. Don't let your dreams die. Don't let your your goals just go away. Let them come out. Figure out what you need to do to make ends meet and then just do it. Have a plan in your head. Have a plan, you know? And when you have somebody, you can work it out together. That's the key word, together. So me and you will do that. We will work this out together. We will find a way to make it work. And if we don't, it's like we're giving up. And I'm I refuse to give up. I persevere. I practice, persevere, patience. Patience is a virtue. It is. You need to be patient. You can't rush through life. When you rush through life, that's when everything will come crashing down, as they say. So again, to end this short episode. Um, again, you need to reach for the stars. You need to not let your dreams die. When you have big goals and you have something to look forward to, after everything that you've accomplished and everything you've done, then there'll be the rewards right at the end. They'll, and there'll be rewards. You'll say, oh my God, it took me this many years. No, but it may take me sh- a longer, a shorter time than that. It doesn't have to be a specific time frame. For me, it's just a matter of getting this all down by a certain time. I'm putting myself on a schedule and I'm not going going to get anything that will deter me from getting it. So in other words, I'm just going to continue on. So to make a long story short, don't let your dreams die. Become the winner. Climb up that mountain, get to the top. V is for victory. I was always saying, V is for victory. So God bless all you. Have a, have a blessed day. Again, my condolences go out to the families who were who died tragically on that September 11, 2001. Um, It is a sad time, and it's a time for us to come together and to support one another, you know, and I believe that every crisis that we've dealt with, we will get stronger from it. You can't run away, you can't hide, you can't stop living. You have to continue on. And we have, we are, again, the human spirit cannot be broken. Nobody can break our human spirit. Nobody can break us. So God bless all of you. Have a great week ahead. Stay true to yourself. Stay strong. And remember, don't let those dreams die. Reach for the stars. Reach for the stars. God bless all of you. Take care.